Hola mujeres, welcome back to the Liberated Latina podcast. Today is a really special one. Today's guest is incredibly special to me personally. I've worked with this woman. She is one of my mentors and coaches. She has helped me make some powerful shifts and I could just, I could not be more excited to have her here on the podcast today. So I want to introduce you all, if you don't already know her, to Stevie Wright. She is a certified self-love coach and breathwork facilitator who specializes in helping people open portals to their unlimited potential using somatic and subconscious practices. She's also the founder of The Breath Channel, a breathwork membership platform that has attracted hundreds of members, your girl included, for its fast and effective breathwork practices. She helps high performers and overachievers find their worth outside of what they do And she's spent the last several years healing herself to go from disconnected, anxious, playing small to completely owning her power and now helps other people do the same. I could not think of a better description. She has definitely helped me expand and find my own power and and was one of the activators to help me unlock my own voice so now I can help other coaches and other women of color do the same. So I am so excited to dive into this episode. It's going to get real deep. We're going to talk about the hologram. We're going to talk about manifestation. We're going to talk about getting into your body and out of your mind for really quick and quantum leaps of healing in your life and in your business. So I am so excited. And without further ado, let's get into the interview. Welcome to the Liberated Latina podcast, your space to be activated and elevated so you can become a sought after coach online. I'm your host, Daisy Lopez visibility coach helping amazing women of color coaches reclaim their voice and have a poppin' and profitable online presence. Visibility is so much deeper than just strategy and mindset alone. Here you'll get the concepts and tools that will amplify your message and catapult you as an irresistible choice in your niche. The time for women of color leadership is here. Ready? Of course you are. Let's dive into the episode. All right, mujeres, I am so excited for this episode of the Liberated Latina podcast, because this guest that we have today, as you heard in the intro, is so very special to me. And you've just facilitated such beautiful transformation within myself. And I'm overly just overjoyed and grateful that you decided to come on here and share your expertise with the ladies. So thank you, Stevie, for coming on. I'm so happy to be here, Daisy. Thank you for having me. So I, something that I loved when I was first hearing about your story is that you also started as a health coach once upon a time. I graduated from IIN and I really felt called to start in the health coaching space. Um, And I really quickly saw that there were deeper things going on when we talked about health and health is is super important. Um, But that led me down this deeper road and I love that some of your story incorporates that as well so for people listening that see you online right now and you're just so radiant and in your power can you talk a little bit about what started happening for you that led you to the work that you're doing now yeah absolutely so um yeah we have that in common I uh started coaching health coaching six years ago almost seven years ago now and uh it was funny because it's even just a few months in, I could tell it was such a no. And the reason that was, uh, that, that, that was coming through for me is because these women were coming to me and we would do these 
six month programs together. Uh, and they, they'd come in saying they needed help with wellness and weight loss and feeling better and energy and things. And just a couple months in, they're starting to tell me serious trauma, you know, that I had no idea how to help them with no idea. And, uh, it was a really great aha moment for me to be like, wait a second. I want to really support people in sustainable lifelong transformation shit, like real, real shifts, really, really profound shifts that are, um, more to do with the energetic body than the physical body. And so it was uh, a big moment for me because it was really scary, but I was like, you know what? I can't, I don't want to do this. I quit health coaching, got a job, got like a desk, desk job, nine to five desk job and, uh, spent the next several years, uh, doing my own therapy, getting my own life coach, um, doing my own healing, uh, getting certified in different modalities and, um, different trainings to really support me in supporting a client in, in, in facilitating a transformative experience that was really connecting with the emotional body, with the energetic realm and with their belief systems. And, uh, that was that, that journey that I went on. Eventually I was able to in, um, let's see now, January of 2019 officially went full-time, uh, in coaching, doing what I'm doing now. And it, it, there, there have been, uh, since then in the last few years, there've been a couple kind of upgrades and shifts and changes to what I'm doing. And I feel like now I'm really landed in, uh, what I want to do and what feels right. But it was in January, 2019 that I was like, okay, I found the thing I'm doing it. And I I went full-time. So good. Yeah. I totally remember that. Even when we were doing an IIN, like our peer coaching practices, I mean, so quickly they like these women were talking about things with their dad and their relationships with their dad or, um, big life experiences that have really shifted how they view themselves and how they feel, you know, how worthy they feel. And I remember sitting there and be like, Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I totally relate to that. (laughs) (laughs) I am, I'm curious to hear as you started diving into that deeper work, because I know for me, I went into more of like the personal development and more of the mindset type of work, like trying to, trying to figure out how to consciously logic my way to feeling better. And I, when I talk to a lot of coaches, I see that too, where I call it coach brain. They're like, yeah, well, like, I know that this is, I know that I don't have to be afraid of this. Or like, I know that that's in the past or I know whatever. And they want to kind of like logic their way past the healing. Right. Um, and something that I've been talking about on the podcast that I really like integrated that with you and your support is we can't force our brains to get on, like our bodies to get on board with things, even though our brains want us to kind of like go, 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 go. So right. I'm curious, um, as you were navigating that and finding what is this deeper thing that allows us to heal, what was it that led you to really fall in love with breath work, which I know it's, it's a big tool and, and the somatics that you now use. Yeah. It's such a, you, you describe that really beautifully. It's, uh, it's, I love that idea of coach brain. That's such a great way to put it because I see a lot of people in this industry and listen, I love mindset. I love it. I love it so much. I use it a ton with myself. I use it a ton with my clients, mindset, thought work, all of that. It's so fun. It's so great. And 
the trauma, the limiting beliefs, the old stories, the wounding, they don't live in our mindset. They live in the body. So mindset and thought work only can get us so far. And this is why I can't even tell you how many times people have told me, whether it be one-on-one clients or in my, my group program, uh, I'm still hitting up against the same old shit. I, I, I keep, I keep, you know, doing, you know, believe, like I, I keep thinking that I'm shifting the beliefs and mindsetting, doing the good, the good mindset and I'm staying positive and I'm still hitting the same old patterns, same story, new day. Same thing, new day, same thing in relationships, same thing in friendship, same thing in work, same thing in finances. I'm even though I'm like, I am abundant. I am abundant. Like, you know, <laughs> it's, totally. it's, you know, it's, the, I'm still hitting the same stuff. Why am I hitting the same stuff? I thought I healed this. I heard, oh my gosh, I hear that all the time. I thought I healed this. And the reason that we keep on coming up against the same old things is because that those, those belief systems live in our tissue. And so somatic work, if you haven't heard of somatic before, soma means relating with the body. It means of the body. Somatic work allows us to drop into the body and heal belief systems at a nervous system level. And I know you've heard me talk about that before, and, but and I, I'll talk about it all the live long day because <laughs> it's so because important. It's so important. We ha- there, there's things happening in our nervous system that are not going to go away until we bring the intentional awareness to our bodies to process those through. So somatic work for me personally um, has been, I work with a a somatic therapist, um, both myself solo, and then also in my partnership, we go to her uh, as a couple. And it has been just completely life-changing for both of us individually and as a couple. And um, there has not been any other modality that I have found than somatics that has been as profound and, and life-changing. So it's, it's really exciting that I am offering, you know, that, that I just, just knowing what it's done for me, it's such a treat and a pleasure to do that for my clients. Oh my gosh. It's the wildest thing. And every time I was, for everyone listening, I was in her group program Well, I met you through Amanda's conscious leadership yeah. program and then later came and joined your group program and it was wild like these processes were so simple because yeah. it really is it's not complicated no, but not. And, I, and I know it's it's common in a lot of cultures but specifically with um, like people of color and being daughters of immigrants or granddaughters of immigrants there's so much that's passed on that's like you have to live in your head you have to logic your way you have to go 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 it's it's very um it's based in survival you have right? to make it yeah. You have to make it. And it's, I totally hear that. Yeah. You have yeah. to make it if to survive. Yeah. And that was actually what a big story that I had to heal was if I relax, I won't survive. If right. I relax, I won't get what I want, but I didn't realize how locked out of my body I had become. Right. And that just forward, 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 forward motion. And I see that with my clients all the time. I work with women of color and it's so deeply ingrained in us. And I see the quick release that happens when they reconnect into their body. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's mind blowing. And even for me, um, I, I actually wanna talk a little bit about the hologram because I know you talk a lot about what these stories create our life and our hologram and what we what pops in into our circumstances in our 3D every single day. And what was so interesting for me was that I joined the program for business things. 
Yeah. But I didn't realize how those stories were living out, of course, being stored in my body, but also playing out in my relationship. Yeah. And also playing out in, you know, finances and also playing out in everything in my life. So I know people have heard of, you know, manifestation and all of that, but can you talk a little bit about how this work helps you change your hologram, your 3D circumstances? Yeah, at, at, a, at a faster, more sustainable way, because that's what I found. It's more sustainable. Right, right. Um, well, let me just give a definition of a hologram really quick. And this is, there's a really fancy physics, you know, definition, but um, basically a hologram is a 3D image where lasers go through it and then it gets projected into um, it gets it gets projected into the field. So a really simple uh, example of this is I think like six or seven years ago, Patrick, my partner and I went to Coachella and they had a hologram of Tupac playing. And I, I always give that example because I think it's a it's a helpful to understand what it is. So they had they had they had Tupac performing on holographic film. And they put lasers through it and then it gets projected out and it looks like Tupac is on stage. It's a life-size version of him uh, playing on stage. That's a hologram. And um, what's crazy about a hologram, and I learned this from Dr. Sam Rader, who is one of my dear friends and also my mentor. And she explains it is, um, the cool thing about a hologram is um, if there's a, 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 photo of an apple, a, a, holograph, a holographic image of an apple, you can cut that hologram in half and both, there will be a whole apple here and a whole apple there. So what that means, and then you can cut it again and you can cut it into four pieces and there's still a whole apple here, here a whole apple there. What that means is every part is a, every small part is a part of the whole. Every small part is a part of the big picture. Now, how does that relate to us? Well, it relates to us because many particle physicists believe that we live in a hologram. So everything that we believe to be true in our minds and in our bodies, our belief systems, that's what gets projected out into our world. That's what gets reflected back to us as truth. Okay. So let's say, for example, um, I have the belief that, and I, I do have this belief that I'm still, it's, I've done a lot of work around it and I'm, I'm, I'm still working on it though. It's not all the way gone, but um, I have the belief that it's not safe for me to be in my bigness and because of my own trauma and because of my own um, experiences in childhood th- that shaped that. I made, I formed this story when I was in my bigness and in my, in my, you know, power and in my radiance, I got, I got squashed. I got put, I got put down. I was made to feel small. So I have a story that says, it's not safe for me to be in my bigness. It's not safe for me to be in my power. It's not safe for me to be in my shine because I believe that's true. That gets projected out into my hologram and the hologram then reflects that back to me as truth. So then I experience more of that. So people in my life have been like, you know, maybe not in actual words, but in energy, you can't be that big because I believe that's, what's true. That was my, that was my initial experience. That's what I believe to be true about my bigness. My bigness is threatening. My bigness will make people hate me. And guess what? I've been the target of a lot of hate and a lot of jealousy. (laughs) Oh yeah. 
Oh yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah. 100%. Like so much, so much jealousy, so much, um, I have been, I have been the target of, and maybe a lot of people listening can, can relate to that of, um, being the target of bullies, being the target of jealousy. And, uh, that's, that has been my hologram. I've done a lot of work to shift that where I've surrounded myself with community who loves me in my bigness, a partner who loves me in my bigness, who wants that from me. So it's, it's shifting, you know, all the time and it's, it's really being healed, but, that's my hologram. That's what's true. So whatever we believe to be true, we experience more of that. If we have the experience as young ones that, um, of rejection that we, uh, you know, our parents aren't available, they're distracted. Um, they, they aren't with us. They're not present with us. We book, we, we have the belief that something about me is rejectable. Something about me is discardable. And so then that becomes true. We experience more rejection. We experience more closed doors. We experience more of all of that. Whatever we believe to be true gets projected into the hologram. And that's what we experience. This is really, really powerful because how I work with clients is a client will come to me and they'll say, I have this issue with this. I actually had a client come to me. Um, this is maybe about a year ago now. And she said that she's been bullied her entire life, her entire life. She's been bullied. And even there was this one moment in high school and she's so squashed. Like she, she literally like hunches her shoulders and she doesn't stand up straight. And she, and she kind of, when we were first starting to work together, I noticed that she would lower her eyes and she was, it, it was actually like, she was trying to make herself smaller because something about her bigness was so threatening. Something about her shine was so threatening that she was the target of bullies her, her entire life. It started with, uh, at a really young age with her stepmom and it, that became her and her father wouldn't stand up for her. So it's like, she would, she would get bullied, but then there would be no one to stand up for her. So that was just her, like, she would have to stay limp. Like she would have to stay limp and cower. And it was a whole thing. And she even told me this story about how in high school, um, she just started a new grade and this one girl hated her hated her and she had no idea why this girl hated her but it came around that because um this little this girl's uh, ex-boyfriend started liking my client and that my client didn't even like this boy but she this this uh this boy started liking her and this girl hated her for it and she got all the girls to talk about how much of a slut she was she had never she hadn't had sex yet like how much of a slut she was, how much of a whore she was. All the boys started thinking she was a whore. It got so crazy. And like MySpace and Facebook were just starting to come out. It got so crazy that somehow like it started happening online and kids from other schools who didn't know her would bully her. She was, she oh was- my the, gosh. Oh, Talk about like mind. total nervous system shutdown oh at that point. She was the target of all this online hatred and all at school and she- that had been her whole life. And so I tell that story because when someone comes to me with an issue, I don't want to um, work with the concrete. And this is um, as a Dr. Sam being my mentor, this is what she's taught me a lot of is as healers, we don't want to work with that concrete, like, like we don't want to work with the actual issue because the actual issue is just one manifestation of the larger hologram. 
It's one manifestation. It's one manifestation of the larger story. So I want to talk about how I want to work with her on, wow, something about your shine is so big and so beautiful and so powerful that people just have to tear you down. You know, I want to work with the symbols. Wow. There's something about this, this beautiful thing that gets torn down by the, by the mean thing. There's a beautiful, powerful thing and a mean, you know, tearing down thing. And we just want to work with the symbols. And what happens is when I start to talk to her hologram, I start to talk to her code. Literally her, her matrix can change. Her code can change because she can see, oh my God. Once I start talking to code, she goes, oh my God, there's the mean thing again. Oh my God, there's that mean thing. Oh my God, there's that mean thing. And she starts relating with, can I really be that powerful, shiny thing? Can I really be the thing that makes people, you know, feel threatened? And she can start standing up in her full height and start standing up in her bigness. Dr. Sam calls the squashed and, and standing up in her radiance. So it's really, really powerful work because once we understand what the story is, what the symbols are that you keep noticing over and over again in your hologram, you can start to work with the code and then everything gets to change. So, you know, even for those of us who are just, those of you who are listening, start thinking about what are the common themes that occur all the time in my life? What are the common stories? What are the common symbols? What are the common feelings? And start noticing what are the common, it's not just about money. What's the common theme here? It's not just about, you know, I, I can't, um, I'm always single. What's the common theme here? It's not just, I can't get clients. What's the common theme here? What's the overarching story? And when you start working with the overarching story, everything starts to change because you're working at the root. So I'm just getting pumped up because it feels very exciting. No, it's so good. It's so good. And no, I love that you shared all that. And I love that you gave that example of the client because I know a lot of people can relate to that, to having similar dynamics pop up time and time again in school. And then it comes up in the corporate space and then it comes up in their business. And then it comes up when they meet with the accountant. Like it comes, it comes up through all these different ways. And you're right. It's not just that one storyline. It's all the different ways that that pattern keeps popping up. And that's actually where I think there's a beautiful bridge because yes, thought work is important. It's important to know what we're thinking, but also playing with that and digging it deeper. And for me, what I've really loved incorporating thought work, but also everything that, that I've learned from you and worked from and learned from other healers is like, okay, but what's the emotion that comes up, right? I'll notice um, you know, if I'm, if I'm planning on doing this thing for my business, for example, and I'll notice, Ooh, there's like this flutteriness in the chest yeah. and I'll yeah. trace out the thought and I'll be like, Oh, the thought is I can never get what I want. Yeah. The thought is, Oh, okay. okay I can do this, but it's not going to work out. Like I like it, or it's not going to work out the way that I want it to. And I'm like, Ooh, okay, fun. Let's dig into this. And yeah. that's then where I can leverage thought work, but also tools like breath work that gets things moving, right? That allows me to process that emotion. Um, and just simply like using those somatic techniques to dig into the emotion instead of, yeah, but I, it's okay. Like, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. I'm super successful. I'm super radiant. Everyone loves me. Let's continue. <laughs> right, 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 right. Exactly. And I think that's the, that's the, the change for a lot of people, perhaps when they come to you is 
that's the other that's the other path that you take them down to go more inward and not okay yeah okay but what's the new thought that we want to think I'm always successful in everything I do okay great let's implement that it's like hold on a second hold on a second and also we have to there's a reason why you feel like you can't get everything you want what emotions and feelings are in there that want to be known and held and processed and there's a young part in there that there's good reason for that you know we don't just skip over that and go right to I get everything I want blah 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 like that's great and we will get to that and we and and we and we do this in the embodied woman. What's the new story and how can we embody that? What's the, what's mm-hmm. the flav- flavor of that in the body? But we gotta, we gotta be with what is first, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know everyone that's listening has a business and is a coach, a healer, a service provider. And I want, I would love for these women to know that this type of work really allows them to amplify the amount of impact that they're able to have and the amount of abundance that gets to come their way. Yeah. I don't know if you're okay with me. I, I think it's okay. It's on social media that you just experienced your first six figure month. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. And what is so beautiful about that, not just about the number, although the number is beautiful, but what I love seeing is how you evoked that. Yeah. I love seeing how it came in by you being more of you and not fitting into a specific strategy or specific, you know, 10 step launch sequence or any of that. Like what's really inspiring to me is not just the accomplishment, but how you, how that came to you and how you evoked that by being the big shiny version of you. Mm, thank you so much Daisy thank you it was a um it was so funny it was a a surprise for me it hadn't been on my radar what was happening was I opened up a year-long one-on-one mentorship program and I was calling in three clients I called in three clients and then all three of them which this is the part I was not expecting but all three of them paid in full for the year So it was like, it was so fun and so cool. And I was really, really grateful. But the way that that happened is I actually did an IGTV about this. Um, The way that happened is I, before I I mentioned anything online, before I announced I was doing a year long, before I announced announced any of that, uh, I got really clear about what I wanted to create. So I got really clear about what is this program all about? And not even, not modules, not like, what am I going to teach? And nothing like that, not curriculum. What is this program all about? What's the intention here? What do I want to experience as myself and as the coach? What do I want the client to experience? What do I want our relationship to be like? How do I see this client? How do I hold this container? How do I make it more deep? How do I make it safer? And I got so clear on what I was actually creating and got really intentional with that, that when I then announced it and put it online and said, this is what I'm offering, I got, it was a flood of interest, a flood. And I only had three spots and I knew not everyone was going to be a fit, but it was a flood of interest. Like 40 people reached out to me. It was amazing. And it was funny because I wasn't sure 
I still was having old fear come up of like, oh, like, would people really want to work with me for a year? Like, can people afford it? Like all the old paradigm bullshit. Um, but I, I felt that through and let that come through. I felt that fear. I, I let my inner child have those, have that moment. But I stayed true and I stayed true with no, no, no. I'm creating something really intentional here. Intentional here. I'm creating something really special here. And now all I have to do is open, invite in and receive. That's it. There is no 10 step launch. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to um, knock business coaching or, or marketing or anything like that. It's so helpful. And it's, it is, it's wonderful. And for me and my process, I, it wasn't that I found um, a, a 10 step formula that would, is going to do the thing. It was, get clear on what I want, get clear on what I'm creating, put a ton of energy behind that, get really excited about that, put a, put a, have a heightened emotion about that, feel it in my body, work with the fear that comes up and then open and receive and just trust that it comes in. Um, and then all three paid in full. It was so fun. <laughs> so juicy. So good. And I, I love that because what, what I get from that is that we are enough. Our way. gifts are enough. Our All values way. enough. Yeah. It's not um, overcomplicating it. Well, I have the best modules. Well, I have the best curriculum. And because and it, it's things that I hear all the time, right? Well, I can't let anybody in because I don't have resources and I don't have worksheets and I don't, I don't know what to say to make people buy and like all this stuff that we get so in our head. And again, like I love just seeing you in your business, like it's such an inspiration to me because it, like, it keeps reaffirming that our power, our voices, our our value as a coach, our gifts, is enough. Exactly, exactly. And I want to um, take a second, Daisy, and share how you're such an inspiration for me. And I know that I've told you this story already, but I really want to share it with your with your community because it's it's important. And it was a really big um, turning point for me. So when you, when, when Daisy was in uh, the embodied woman, we were having so much fun, that whole group, it was so yummy. The women were connecting really deeply. I'm in the second round of that program now. And um, Daisy's round, it was just like, they were really connecting. It was so good. And Daisy reached out to me. I don't remember what month it was, maybe even like June or do you remember? Yeah. It was like, it was towards the beginning. It was within, I think within one of the first month, month and a half or so maybe in May, May or something. And, uh, she sent me, she sent me a DM on Instagram and sent me like seven or eight voice messages. And I was on my way to my life coach and some, a, a common theme for me in my hologram is, uh, disconnection. And I've, I've done a lot of work around it, but there has been a common theme throughout my life of disconnection and not really being able to feel things as deeply as I want to feel them. And it, that comes from my own, uh, my own upbringing, my own, my own trauma that um, there wasn't a lot of connection. And so disconnection was the only option, you know, dissociation was the only option. And so I have spent a lot of my life out of my body. And uh, basically you sent me these voice messages about a huge breakthrough that you had in your partnership and just went on and on and on about all these incredible details about a breakthrough you had in the program that, that, um, that helped you launch into a whole new paradigm with your partner of, of these eight years or something. Right. Yeah. And, um, I'm sitting in the car, I'm listening to these voice messages and I'm sobbing, absolutely sobbing. And 
I'm, I'm almost like, I, I was, it was like, I was shocking myself because, you know, people reach out to me every single day about whether it be about the embodied woman or my, my one-on-one clients or the breath channel, people reach out every single day, raving about how my work is helping them. And I think that my, my heart hasn't been fully open. Like I, I felt it and I was like, oh my God, yay. I'm so happy that this is helping you and yay. Yum, yum, yum. But I don't think it was actually getting into my bones. It wasn't actually coming into my heart and coming into my body. And I don't know what it was. It was, it was your energy. It was the words you were using, but also just maybe the time in my life I was at where I was able to actually start opening and integrating this, but something was piercing directly all the way through me. And I was feeling it like in my soul at a depth that I had never felt before. And I'm, I'm in the car sobbing and just weeping and going and, and, but like surprising myself, like shocking myself. I'm going, what the fuck I'm getting? I get stuff like this all the time, but something about this one is different. And something about this one is what's happening. And like, like something you opened a portal for me that actually started allowing me to let in love and receive in love in a way that I had not before at all. And it, it shook me to my core because, and it was perfect because I went to my life coach's house and I was telling her, I played her all the, I played her. I was like playing your, her, um, your messages for her. And she's, I was like, listen to this, listen to this. I hope that's okay. <laughs> just, oh, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'm just like, like, oh my gosh. I'm like, no, I'm like dying. And then so the Deanna starts crying. We're crying together. She's like, oh my God, who is this girl? We're just dying over you. And I'm like, Deanna, this is, she's like, what does this mean for you? What's happening for you? I'm like, I am feeling how much I haven't actually let myself feel and open and, and receive. And I'm feeling how in this moment, something about this moment, it was the right moment where it was able to come in and I received her love. I received the impact that I've been making for her. And I was like, holy shit. And since then, whether that was April or May or something, since then, the way that I receive my clients, the the way that I receive my partner, the way that I receive my friends, it's completely different, Daisy. It's completely different. You opened it. You opened a portal for me and um, I'm, I'm eternally grateful for you in that because it's, it's something that completely shifted for me after that. And the way that I, the way that I take in now, the way that I take in good, um, it, it was a receiving thing. It was like, can I really have this much love? I'm getting love, 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 love. And I, can I really take it in? And I blocked it. I was like, oh, cool. Yummy. I'm so glad it's helping. Yay, yay, yay. But I wasn't letting it in in, in, in. And so you showed me actually, yes, I can take it in and I can handle it. I can handle it. And I can, I can, not only can I handle it, but I can let it all the way in and it can stay in my body. It can stay. And I can, I can be connected here. So. Oh my gosh. Thank you. I'm like, I'm in that time of the month for me and I'm like, Oh my God, don't even want to cry off on my makeup. I love that you shared that. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. And I have to share with you a little bit of context because this, what you just shared is literally confirming that my hologram did shift in fact, because my story prior to that, and the reason why I had such a big impact in, in my relationship specifically was that my, my emotions, my, um, my more sensitive, tender self was a burden to other people. And it, nobody, like, it was like, nobody wants to see that. Yeah. And I am a very, oh God, L- LOL, LOL. 
<laughs> literally lol and I'm a very emotional person so for so much of my life and a lot of that was the dynamic between myself and my dad and just I had a very wounded relationship with the masculine so with my with my partner we've been together for eight years did long distance for four like the whole thing and I I had this perpetual guard up And he would try to talk about the future with me and get like very emotional with me. Danny, if you're listening, I'm so sorry. (laughs) But he would try to, to, to evoke that out of me. You know, nope, he doesn't want to see that. This is a burden Or I would be emotional about something. And I just would totally close off. And it was actually the belief change process that I was like, holy shit. I was created this way for a reason, because this is a gift that I meant to share specifically with the men in my life, but also everybody that comes into contact with me because this is a healing power. This is breaking generational um, wounds around what masculinity has been. Mm -hmm. And so when I was sitting journaling and I was like, I really want to share this with her. I was sitting on that for like a week. And I was like, I really want to share this with her, but I don't eat. And I processed it and I'm like, no, I need to share this with her. Yeah. And that's, that's exactly when I sent you all of those voice memos. And I remember seeing you on IGTV, like talking about how that impacted you. And I could feel myself closing like, oh my gosh, shit, 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 shit. You see what you did? You caused her so much. Oh my gosh. And I was like, no, wait, Yeah. this is good. Such a gift, such a gift. It was a huge eye opener for me. I had, I really saw, whoa, whoa, I have not let this, I have not let my, I have not let myself feel my power. That's what it was. I have Mm -hmm. not let myself feel the impact and feel my power and own my power. And then, and then receive the love that, that can come from that. Mm -hmm. And then you showed me that. And it was like, well, it it was, it was, it was painful for me to process because I was like, ouch, ouch, ouch. Mm-hmm. All, all my life that I've done that, but what a gift that I, that you gave me the, the opportunity to, to heal that and to feel that and process that through. Mm, love you. Thank you I love you. I love you. <laughs> all right. So very last topic that I want to talk about, cause I want to respect your time, but for everyone li- listening, if you have not read busting loose from the business game, Stevie recommends it all the time. And for some <laughs> reason I kept hearing it. I'm like, I'm not going to read it. The pa- I've gobbled it up in the past two weeks I was like fine I'm gonna do it I read it and it was a freaking trip I know <laughs> because I knew that there was a part of me that didn't like the old school way of doing business even though I freaking studied it and all the yeah. things but I'm like man there's something here that really blocks all of us from getting what we really want yeah because I keep seeing people reach the top in quotes Right. And then it's like, they're miserable or it's not enough. Or I just, I was like, there has to be another way. And as I was reading that book, which you talk about all the time, and it just never landed until recently, I realized that that's where I really saw his process is basically somatics. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. It's the hologram and it's filtering it through your body. Exactly. Through the the body and through the subconscious. mm Mm-hmm. And I've realized how now I basically meet that discomfort and I just feel it all the way through. And it reminded me of what you always say, where the body, what is it? The body only takes like 90 seconds to feel something all the way through. When we actually let ourselves feel an emotion to 100, it takes 90 seconds to clear. 
the reason that we, you know, that when people talk about um, this pain that we've been in, uh, it doesn't mean that it like, it doesn't mean that something can't come back that we might have to mm-hmm. process through a grant again. But when people talk about being in pain for years and years and years, it's because they have actually haven't felt it all the way. They haven't felt it all the way. When you let yourself feel something all the way and you're like, ow, 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 fuck, fuck, fuck. And you're just like totally in a spin of the feeling, the pain, 90 seconds. Mm-hmm. It's just so crazy how, how quickly things can shift. Because I've noticed resistance can come down so much. And I notice that I meet my business in a completely different way. This week for the first time through, I actually did the breath channel that morning, but through so many things that I've learned from you and just through through the resources that you've recommended, I was able to go live in front of half a million people and actually have fun. Oh my God, Daisy. amazing (laughs) me yes of course of course you of course yes but it's like crazy so I just want so many like I just want the women here to know that to take this as an example that your that resistance those emotions are meant to be felt and it's actually such a I mean not to put money on things but like it's a very profitable way to show up in our lives because we get to meet our business our clients ourselves our relationships everything just becomes so much richer yeah versus thinking that we have to always just search for you know more more things more things to do more strategy more this 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 and it just becomes a band-aid to what's really trying to come through on the inside uh, um, one of my mentors told me once business is 5% marketing and branding and emails and whatever, and 95% your energy. Mm-hmm. And I've taken that with me, my whole career of remembering that and making my, myself, my, my making my own healing, my biggest priority. And mm-hmm. the, the deeper I take myself, the deeper my healing goes, the more money I make, the more impact I make, the more reach I have, the more comfortable I am, the more easeful it all is. You are your biggest investment all day, all day. And it's funny because this isn't, this isn't to say that um, uh, I won't ever, but each time I've made a business investment, it hasn't been exactly right. It hasn't been the, the right thing. And I've been in different containers and some things have been helpful. Um, and, you know, at some point I might get to a place where I'm like, okay, I really need support in this strategic way. And I'm not against that at all. I really love support and, and um, strategic support is incredible. But every time I've invested in strategic support, strategic support thus far, it hasn't been exactly the thing. Everything that has paid off dividends, dividends, 10, hundred times is my life coach, my somatic therapist, my, my, uh, um, uh, depth psychologist supervisor, like everything that makes me better at doing what I do. That's what has made me more money. Yes. It's, it's, I find that the order is reversed. A lot of times we grasp for those things first. Yeah. And actually the strategy is so important, but it becomes such a, such a potent channel when the source us, like strategy is nothing without us, the, the, the fuel. 
Yeah. And if that fuel is not clean, then the strategy can't really work in the way that it's meant to. And we don't really know what that channel is for us. Right. Right. So I find that doing it that way, like really taking the time to heal and change that hologram and process all of these old stories that just are not serving us and get to be released, then the strategy can come in really powerfully and support us and not limit us. Exactly. Exactly. This is why I really like um, Amanda's work because it's business strategy mm -hmm. through the lens of how can you take care of yourself and have a, a, a healthy nervous system as you're, uh, you know, expanding. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Stevie, I would love for you to share about the breath channel because for anyone listening to this, the breath channel is such a beautiful way to start getting started, getting connected to your body and diving into this type of work. So I would love if you could share a little bit about that. I would love to share. Uh, the Breath Channel is my breathwork membership platform. It has breathwork, it has meditations, it has lots and lots of embodiment practices, somatic practices, and it is full of tons and tons of practices that will support you in connecting with yourself, connecting with your body, releasing anxiety, coming into your own personal peak state. It's fast. It's easy, it's deeply effective, anywhere from five to 25 minutes. And these practices are so integratable. Everyone in the channel, we are, we're almost at 700 members now. Everyone in the channel, I know it's so crazy. It's crazy. It's been a year. It's 700 members. It's so fun. Oh my gosh. Um, we're almost at 700 members and everyone says that it's so, they love it so much because it's so easy to integrate into their day. Um, it's donation-based. You can pay what you can. I made that, I did, I made that decision because I wanted it to be accessible for every single person. If you need to come in at zero and that's your truth, you're welcome here. And I also trust everybody's integrity. So if you can, if you can come in at five, 10, 15, 20, 50, 100 bucks a month, amazing. You're also welcome here. And I, I appreciate that. Um, but it's funny because since I've gone donation-based, I've made more money. That is I, so cool. Yeah. I mean, and that's what I was thinking was going to happen because what happened was um, for those who really needed to lower their, who really, it used to be uh, 20 bucks a month. Sorry, I should have given context. It used to be 20 bucks a month. Um, we changed that about four months, four, four months ago or three months ago to donation based. And um, it's been more money because the people who couldn't afford the 20 bucks a month can come in at 15, 10, five, zero. And for the people who are diehard lovers of the breath channel who could afford more than $20 started to do that, started paying 40, 60, 80, 100 bucks a month. So it, like everything balances out and I'm, and it's bringing in more abundance and everyone gets to have their needs met. That's the, that's the idea of the, the abundance economy. So it's, you can find it on my, the link in my bio and my Instagram. I would love to have you. I love that hologram where everyone yeah. needs get to be met. Isn't that fun? <laughs> I love that. Where can they find you? Yeah, check the links. Check me out on Instagram at Stevie L. Wright underscore. All the links are in there. Uh, my second, excuse me, my third round of the Embodied Woman Group Program, which is my four-month group program centered all around somatics, starts in February. People are already on the waitlist for that, so there's already like Amazing. six spots, six spots taken. So if you want to get on the waitlist for that, let me know. And come say hi. If you DM me, I'll definitely reach out, uh, send a message back. I love connecting with my community. Yes, you're so good at that. Definitely go 
join the breath channel, check out the embodied woman. I am an alumni can attest to the power and check Stevie out because she will definitely change your life like she's changed mine. Thank you so much for being here. I love you, Daisy. Thanks for having me. Love you. Bye. Hey, amiga. Thanks for hanging out with me today. I'd love to feature your review live on the air on the next episode. Yes. All you got to do is head on over to iTunes, drop a review, and let me know what you're most enjoying about the podcast. También, be sure to subscribe to get first word when a fresh episode drops. Your support means so much to me, and I can't wait to share more with you on the next episode. See you then.